ready to reflect on what 2020 has taught you? Today I'll be sharing the 10 lessons I've learned in 2020 from my client interactions and a little more. Let's go. Hi everyone. Let me be the first person to welcome you. First of all, I'm the first person and the only person who's going to welcome you to the Serenity Capsules podcast. I'm Dr. Halcyon Francis. I'm a clinical social worker and I operate a small mental health private practice right outside of Baltimore, Maryland. I started this podcast as a way to keep a connection with my current, past, and future clients. I love my job as a social worker and a therapist. I enjoy talking about mental health and wellness. And most of all, I love connecting with people and learning about life. My life is dedicated to helping people create roadmaps to the life experiences they want to have. My personal life journey has influenced much of how I interact with others and navigate the world. It is my joy to bring intriguing topics to this platform to assist all of us to getting what we need in this lifetime. So while listening to this podcast, I invite you to just be open, tune in, and receive. On this episode, we're going to reflect on 2020 and the lessons, some lessons that were learned about life. I'm sure, you know, there are different lessons for different people, but these are reflections that I have based on 2020 on personal experiences, but also based on conversations I've had with clients. And what I've realized being a therapist is that all of us usually have common themes running through our lives. It's just the way that we deal with them are just different. So at the end of every year, and I've been doing this now for about three years, I'll have my clients do a reflection on the previous year. So for 2020, moving into 2021, I had my clients sit down, write what the successes were for this year, what challenges, what they need moving into the new year, some goals. I'm a big, big believer in goal setting. I believe it's extremely important in order to set your, at least the path or what you want to accomplish for the year. So the one thing, one question I do get asked sometimes is what happens when your goals don't quite manifest the way you want them to. We all set goals and sometimes we fall short of them or sometimes they just don't happen. It just depends. It's just that's just sometimes how life is. I'm sure the quarantine pandemic has kept a lot of people from reaching some goals in 2020. But I do believe that if you do this reflection, this exercise, you'll realize you did reach some goals, you did change, you did make some some differences. It just all depends on how you look at it. And if you need someone to look at it with you, now mind you, choose someone who is an optimist, not someone who's a pessimist, not someone who's out to tear you down. That really does make a difference. Choose someone who is going to be uplifting and help you analyze what you've done. And also who knows you, who can give you some feedback about what you've done over the past year. Sometimes we forget the accomplishments we've made because we're just so used to just moving ahead and just going through life. And we don't really realize, hey, we actually did do some really powerful and great things the previous year. So find someone who can actually give you feedback on your life in a positive way. So I'll give you one example about something that derailed me or I thought derailed me in 2020. I wanted to expand my private practice. I wanted to get a bigger office. I wanted to hire some more staff members. I remember in, was it May of 2020? I went to the leasing office and I said, hey, you know, I'm looking for a bigger space. I want to expand. I found this really nice office space, triple or quadruple the money I'm paying now for my rent. But I knew, you know, I was going to get this started and get it working because the pandemic started in March. It was now May. I knew that by maybe June, we would be out of this and I'd be able to come back to the office and just start building the way I'd already always planned. 
Well, that did not happen. I ended up not being able to take the lease because by June, I did realize the pandemic was not ending. The quarantine was not ending. In fact, it was getting worse. The numbers in Maryland were getting higher. So I realized at that point, I could not expand my business the way I wanted. It was disappointing because that was one of the goals I had set for myself in 2020, but I actually had to be realistic and be thankful because I really could have gotten myself into trouble had I decided to sign a lease that would have locked me into paying a lot of money over a year or two for a space that I was not able to use. Because I always think sometimes at this point, it is now a snowy Sunday in January, and I would now be still working from home, but paying a lot of money for rent in an office that it would have to be furnished. It would just be money that I would be spending unnecessarily. And I would be sad that I would be putting out that much money. My goal did not quite happen for me, but it did teach me a lesson. I did not need to get that office at that time. That was my own timeline. The goal is still there. It just didn't need to happen then. I'm actually doing fine without it. So we'll see what happens with that. But that was just one life lesson for me. I was disappointed in the summertime because I could not do what I wanted, but it ended up being for the best. Let's move into some life lessons from the quarantine, learned during the quarantine, learned during this pandemic. A big one, life is unpredictable. We can plan things, but things will take us by surprise. No one knew this pandemic was coming. No one knew we were going to be in quarantine for almost a year. Right now, I mean, in March, in what, a month, it'll be a year that we'll be in quarantine that most of us have not left the house. We can't predict life at all. You can make goals, but you can't predict it at all. And that leads us into number two, be flexible. What I have learned during this pandemic and with talking through my, to my clients, everyone has had to be flexible, especially my clients who are parents and who had to transition to teaching their children at home and setting up computer systems and communicating with teachers on how to try to make this work the best way they could, they had to be flexible. You know, there are some clients when I talk to them, they're just like, oh, you know, today was okay. But there are other days I'm just totally done with it. They're just through with it. They're ready for this to be over and for their kids to go back to school. And I completely get it. But when you look at it in a positive way, we have really transitioned to virtual learning pretty quickly. We just had to learn how to go with the flow. I never thought that I would be doing all therapy sessions online all day. In fact, someone even before the pandemic asked, you know, Dr. Francis, do you offer virtual therapy sessions? And I said, no, not at all. I like the face-to-face interaction with people. I like having people come to my office. I like reading body language and all sorts of facial expressions. But the problem is if people come to the office now, they're wearing a mask. I can't see facial expressions. The other side is, you know, when we're we're doing virtual therapy sessions, I can't see all body language. But for the most part, we transition to this fairly easily. And I do believe that this is going to be something that's going to be a part of our lives. Virtual learning, virtual therapy sessions will be a part of our lives going forward. So we have to be flexible. That's something I've learned. Number three, no fear. When the pandemic first began, I was anxious. I was very anxious. It was March and you know, everyone's telling us we have to transition to online therapy sessions. We didn't have to, but it was the best thing to do. For about a good week, I was nervous. I was anxious because I'm thinking to myself, okay, I have to transition online. My clients are not going to want to do this. This is not going to happen. They're going to say, you know what, Dr. Francis, we'll wait. 
we'll just wait until we come back to the office. They probably were thinking like I was thinking, we'll be only home for like a couple weeks. You know, I just thought they would tell me they, they would wait. And then I didn't know, what to, I wouldn't know what to do. But that didn't help. That didn't happen. My clients decided, all right, let's do the virtual therapy thing. Let's try it out. And it has worked out beautifully. It has worked out beautifully. I, I, I wouldn't change a thing. And in fact, I'm sure some of my clients are going to remain being virtual after this is done. But going back to fear, fear didn't help the situation for me at all. Being scared made me stop for a second. I had to regroup, but I couldn't let it stop me completely. I just had to keep going. Now, on the other side of that, what I did learn during the pandemic is that it's okay to rest. I don't know about anyone else, but I experienced severe quarantine fatigue. I remember, I think it was July, I was so sleepy, so sleepy. And I'm not a person who takes naps. I usually, you know, sleep eight hours a night. I get up at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, if not earlier. Everyone knows this about me. I'm early to bed, early to rise person. But during the day, in July and actually a, maybe a maybe two other months during this quarantine, maybe October, and it, I just had about probably like about a fatigue maybe about two weeks ago, maybe a week ago, where I would you know talk to clients and I'm just sleepy, you know I could just lay down in between in between clients and just go to sleep, and I had to realize that we're not going outside. I'm not getting the social interaction I usually get. I'm not talking to people, not being as active. So my body and my brain could not take it and I'm getting, I was getting tired. So instead, during the summertime, what I decided to do was go for more walks outside. Um, I recently invested in a Peloton, which has made a huge difference. That's a lot of work, but it's made a huge difference and I feel more active and so I feel better. When I'm tired, I actually honor that feeling and I take a rest. I don't, I, I don't, I don't keep going over and over again and, and just do everything all at once because I can't. Another thing is, you know, a lot of us have moved our offices to home. In the beginning of this quarantine, it was very difficult to separate work life from home life. I would wander into the office every so often and go, okay, let me just sit down and do this. But it would be way after work hours. It would be before or after I've seen clients. I really didn't feel like it, but it was there, so I was doing it. I had to immediately stop doing that. I had to pull back. You know, I had to watch television, read books, do all of my little fun activities I would normally do if I were not in the office. And I had to create balance for myself. Number five, take advantage of this time that's being given to us. In the beginning, again, we didn't know it would last this long. I thought quarantine was going to last for two weeks. So I packed up a little bit of my work stuff from the office, brought it home. But eventually I had to go back and get more things because I did not know it was gonna last this long. But I decided during this quarantine that since I'm home, I'm gonna do some things that I have not had a chance to do because I work out of outside of the home. A big one for me is that I took my yoga certification class. I'm now certified in yoga. You have to ask yourself, what is it something that you would like to do during this quarantine that you have a little bit of extra time to do because you're not commuting, or, you know, when you put the kids down, you have a little bit of extra time at night to do. Is it a book that you want to read? Do you want to join a book club? Do you want to at least read half an hour a night, half an hour in the morning? Because you have that extra time. Do something for yourself during this time and cross something off your list. It can be done. It can be done. Number six, we create our own joy. What I've seen during this quarantine is phenomenal and amazing to me. 
There were people who were having Zoom parties, creating their own special spa days at home, just all sorts of creative things. Create your own joy during this time. Number seven is social justice and self-care. There was a lot that happened over the summer, particularly as it pertains to Black people and harm against Black bodies, murder, George Floyd's murder. We had the insurrection that happened at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. All those social justice issues have taken place during the quarantine. I know I've missed many, but those are huge issues. If we weren't careful, we could have gotten pulled into them a lot. I was pulled into the insurrection. I was pulled into George Floyd, but I had to make a conscious decision to set appropriate emotional boundaries for myself. I was getting to the point where I was having dreams that, you know, bad things were happening to me. It's because I was watching television constantly over and over and over again with these images of people being harmed. Make sure you are setting appropriate emotional boundaries for yourself. Number eight, favorite topic. If you were interested in going to therapy at some point, I don't know, 10 years ago, five years ago, five months ago, five days ago, now is the time to go to therapy. Now is the time to do some good research online. Ask a friend who you've seen make good changes in their lives because of therapy. Ask them if they have a referral for you for a good therapist. Go online. There are thousands of therapy sites where you can look at therapists and see who would fit you. You know, have consultations with people to see if they, they fit your, your style. Now is the time to go to therapy. You have the time. Most of us are working online and it's very comfortable for us. It's very comfortable for you. You get the same effect. Go to therapy. I've had so many people, new clients come to me and go, okay, well, you know, I've always wanted to go to therapy. So I have the time now. So let's do it. We're having a great time. So go to therapy. Number nine, things will get back to normal eventually. It might not look the same, but it will be our new normal. We are going to come out of this. And number 10, check on people. Everyone is not okay during this quarantine and pandemic, but there are other people who need a lot of input from you know, their social circles, from work, from everything. And being at home doing this is very tough for them. Check on that one person you haven't heard from in a long time. And it's okay just to call them and say, all right, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing during this quarantine. And if they're okay, that's great. But at least you can say you made the, com you made the phone call. We're here to support one another. This is a difficult time for some people. Those are the 10 lessons that were learned through quarantine so far. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode of the Serenity Capsules podcast. I look forward to sharing more with you next time. Take care.